All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Daddy long that guy. And shout out to Red Light Crew. Hey, you're one of 12 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. Yeah, you know what? To define that uh, uh, better, um, I think the key there is. Uh, Daryl Cat, Daryl Cat, Daryl Cat, Daryl Cat. I just lost my train of thought. Welcome in to Nation Real Life. I'm Tyler Urumchuk. I'm back, baby, from vacation. I don't even remember what episode number this is. 152. Episode 152 of Nation Real Life. It is a injury-depleted cast. It nothing to do with actual injuries. It's people having other jobs. But Wanye is here. Oh, yeah. Bagged Milk is here. Um, and I'm here. No J, no Chalmers. We have nothing else to do. Yeah. We're going to honor our commitments and do a <laughs> podcast. Mm-hmm. It's Yeah, I mean, it's not like we do this at the same time every single fucking week yeah. and you couldn't build your schedule around it. But Agreed. Here we are, um, the three of us. Yeah. Welcome home. Thank you. How was your trip? It was good. Um, look, no ring on my finger. Yeah, amazing. So uh, what, you just, you're like a ringless <laughs> couple? Is that what you're doing? Like yeah, progressive. yeah, I'm very cheap. That's the issue. Yeah. I got down on one knee. I said, listen, I, the ring is nonsense. Let's I got down just... on one knee and shrugged. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. Uh, no, it was fun. Disneyland's great. So like, what did you all do down there? Let us all in So on flew in Saturday night. Sunday went to the Rams and Seahawks at the old Coliseum in LA on the USC campus. Like just a fucking awesome piece of sporting building history. Like it was so cool. They light up the Olympic torch before the game. Like it's sweet there. And like it was a 5:30 start. We got there at one o'clock. And by the time kickoff came, I was like, fuck, we should have shown up earlier. Cause you like walk around the tailgating, the party zones. Like I would love for an Oilers playoff game to be like a Sunday night NFL game. Oh. Like there was, I kid you not, like hundreds of cars just in dirt parking lots, people grilling, people watching TVs in their trucks, like, and then there's a Bud Light party zone and a Corona party zone and all this stuff. Like it was so much fun. The football game was great. And then I did Disneyland. I went to Disneyland when I was like seven and I hadn't been back since. So I was a little like, oh, am I going to be like as an adult? Like, man, Disneyland's Oh, it's boring. designed to entertain us all. Oh man. Yeah. That, we spent like 13 and a half hours there, I think from like standing in line at the gate to fireworks at the end and then doing a couple more rides and leaving. So like. Disneyland's the best. That was a couple fun. of cheeky ride beers. Uh, Disneyland, it's hard to get beer. They don't just like have them anywhere. I guess the Star Wars land, you can like carry them around, but everywhere else you like can't How carry it around. Star Wars land, Star Warsian. Yeah, not not all the rides are open until January apparently. So heads up for those of you heading to Disneyland in the next week. Yeah. Um, so the big ride, I guess, isn't open until January. There's massive lines for the other ones. So I didn't do the rides, but like 
I'm a casual Star Wars fan, but like life size ships and like everything. Did you just walk around the corner and feel like, holy fuck, I'm inside Star Wars? Yeah, man. It's like you enter into a new world. Like if you're a Star Wars fan, you need to go there. Like it's like a book a whole vacation around it type of thing. Uh, California Adventures was a lot more fun for like the adult side of me. Because that was like, they got like cool IPAs and like craft beers, like every corner you turn and like some really neat restaurants and stuff. And like the roller coaster there, like the iconic roller coaster was sick too. So I had a blast in California. I went to a, oh, here's where we can get a conversation going. I went to an LA Kings game. Go Iconic Staples Center. Yes. Your expectations going into a building like that. Are Second Gretzky s- statue. Yeah. They're so high. And you walk in there. The, the doors are cool. You go up to the second level and it's like, there's a lot of just like white walls here. And you get up into the upper bowl and it like feels dark. It's freezing. They're blowing cold air onto you, which I guess is expected because it's a hockey rink in California. Uh, the upper bowl, incredibly, incredibly undersold. Like not a lot of people there at all. Really? We had, we were row five in the upper bowl and we had pretty much the whole row to ourselves. There's one other couple on the far end and we sat on the other aisle seats. So like barren in terms of fans there. And when it comes to in-game presentation, I will never rip the Edmonton Oilers again. Because what the LA Kings have is like <laughs> borderline embarrassing. For, for real? Oh my God. Like, like what they do? Like maybe I shouldn't be so harsh on it. Like ah, I fuck the king. And granted, I had a lot to drink, so maybe my memory isn't great. But like I remember TV timeouts where they were just playing commercials on the big screen for like airlines. I don't remember too many drunk people that were like, "Oh, I was so drunk and bored as a result." Like usually, alcohol makes boring shit fun. Yeah, and like maybe the hockey game wasn't great either. Who like they they, they beat the Rangers three one. Like it was like a blech hockey game. Um, but still, like the in game presentation, I thought the hosts were kind of crappy. Um, and it was just like, I felt bored for so much of that game. And like at Rogers place, as much as people like to joke about like Jesperson going, it's a t-shirt toss. Yeah, I love, and love me a t-shirt. Toss. Yeah. And like Hunter running up and down the rails love and all Hunter. that stuff. Like it's fun. Like you, you can put your phone away at a King at an Oilers game and never be like, Oh, I should check my phone quickly. Cause I'm bored at the Kings game. I was in there. I was like, fuck, I want to check my phone right really? now. Yeah. Like I was very underwhelmed by the LA Kings. Everything yeah, else. Social game is tight. Great. Remember they put out, was it then they put out like the duck hunting video the one yeah. time? Mm-hmm. Isn't they, that shit going on the scoreboard? No, like there's nothing like I just, there was nothing like funny going on. There was no like clown in the other Doesn't team Cartman really. Doesn't do the intro for the Kings? They, I go think Kings they, play, go I think they play that once maybe. Like, again, it's just like a casual little like you watch it for Weird. 10 seconds and then it's like, man, and like. Tuesday night, maybe I should cut them some slack. Maybe on a Saturday when the building's full, they crank up the lights and shit like that. And maybe going to an NFL game like two days before. <laughs> Set and, the bar unreasonable. Yeah, like Sway Lee doing the halftime show with like lasers and lights is like fucking Just sweet. at a normal game? Just at a, just at a game in the middle of the season. God just Sway Lee damn. performing. Like How many people were at the Kings game? Uh, you guess? Like half full? I, w- I would say it was probably about 75% full. Okay. Uh, like... I mean, not great. It's not bad for a Tuesday yeah, I guess game a in Tuesday LA in LA. Horrible team. Yeah. Horrible team. And season, that's the thing, middle too. of the season. No so maybe I, sh- maybe I should cut them some but slack. But that won't touch but. the in-game experience sucking. Yeah, like, and maybe if the crowd was better, Where you would have been Sway Lee? Sway Lee was... He wasn't at the Kings game? No, he was only at the Rams game. He only went to football. Yeah. See, Sway Lee doesn't like hockey bag. That's I get the problem. It. Well, maybe the Kings should have brought in Sway Lee and I would have had a better opinion on things. Yeah, I think Sway Lee goes wherever the checkbook dictates. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can imagine they paid him a lot of money for a Sunday nighter. You think he wrote a letter to the Rams? Dear Rams, I love football. I'm Sway Lee. P.S. I wrote Black Beatles. That was a good track. That, that was, was a great track. He's, he's been in a handful of bangers over he's the last done well. 12 months. Like, yeah, he has. Like, away from the group yeah. dynamic of it. Um, yeah, so that was my trip to L.A. Everything was great, but the Kings game. So no engagement that you're willing to discuss. No. no but how about how your fake engagement moved a real <laughs> engagement? Tell that story. I was going to say, I'm not the type to get engaged. I go by the book. I'll just offer her a contract one day and be like, let's move our finances together. Oh, that's um, nice. like nice. a merger. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. A merger. Yeah, yeah it's nice. not a marriage. Nice. Um, but yeah, so today I was listening to the radios my second day back and my good friend, Lieutenant Eric, who does six to 10 with Dustin Nielsen, a host of two guys and a goalie making all the connections here. Uh, now, so he got engaged last Last night and uh of course you guys started the engagement thing with me whatever the fuck it was um and he told me today like you know half joking but also like eh. and he was like you know i was a little worried when everyone started joking about your engagement he was like i didn't want you to come back from la and have me think like i was raining on your parade or something like that and i was like yeah no man i was never actually getting engaged so he but moved he his real engagement <laughs> bank milk for your I, m trucks fake engagement poor lieutenant eric you know if only he had consulted us but now he's happily engaged. Good for him. Congratulations. And you aren't? 
I'm happily not engaged. When you told me that the only time you smile in photos is when you're hammered, right? Because that's yeah, pretty yeah. Much the truth. I was mm-hmm. watching your photos and like I'd always note noted your Instagram account and been like, your M check is a very happy fellow. You can see when he's with his gal, they're smiling mm-hmm. ear to ear. Now I know you're just hammered. So well, every photo from California, I'm like, <laughs> it looks like he's having so much fun. He's actually just extremely intoxicated. So what Tyler is teaching you is that mm-hmm. alcohol is the key to enjoyment. Unless yes. it's a Kings game. Unless it's a Kings game. Um, oh, the, question. The thing you can tell. Question. How much were beers in LA? Mm. Uh, at the Rams game for a tall can of beer. So it wasn't like a tall boy, like a King can of beer. Yeah. You're looking at $14 American. <gasps> and it was, I think it was a little less at the Kings game. But again, I was already incredibly intoxicated by the time I and walked smiley. in. Absolutely. And smiley. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The thing with me and my drinking is if it's a closed mouth smile, like a little smirk, like, then you know I'm just stone cold sober. But the more open my mouth is, the more shit faced I am. Like there's a picture of me and Cam in front of the nation truck from a while ago at a season opening party. And I am like, my mouth, it looks like a pelican. I'm so <laughs> wide open. That was um, a very enjoyable day. Yeah, that was a good day. Um, but yeah, the beers were 14 American at uh, at the Rams It's like game. 36 bucks Canadian bag. Though. Yeah. That is honestly like $20 Canadian almost. And um, for American beer. Yeah. And if for like Modelo. Drink 15 of those. Um, and then at the Kings game, I want to say you could get a tall boy for nine or 10 American, which again would be about on par with the Oilers, if not a little bit more when you convert it. When we went down to California for the playoffs, mm. the invisible seat here can't answer this, but we super beard ourselves one game. We brought a Mickey in our sock in and then poured ourselves a little Modelo extra, extra dry. Super beers. Jeez. Delish. I've you can make never, a $9 Mickey. Like liquor stores in California yeah. are cheap. Okay, but that's what blows my mind even more is like here, if you wanted to go and get like a pack of four tall boys from a liquor store, it's still going to cost you 10 bucks, 11 bucks. So when you go to a hockey game and you're like, they're marked up, but they're not marked up the way they are in the States. That tall can of Modelo that I get at the Rams game for $14, I can get it at a liquor store for like one, for $250, $3. Like it's insane how high up those are marked. That's like in Vegas. You can either pay like... Vegas pricing, mm-hmm. or you can walk across the street to a Seven Eleven and pay Seven Eleven pricing. Yeah, like why would you ever do anything other than drink at home in the states? Although I will say this: the one, like the Kings night, we went to the bar that was right next to the rink called Tom's, and it was happy hour, but only till six. So we walk in, we're like, "Oh, it's happy hour till six, but it's five forty. So we order one drink, and then the guy's like, "You know, it's kind of last call for happy hour." So you get like almost pressured. You're like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna have to start paying so much if we don't order." All the booze in the world now. Pro tip, you order 10 beers, then sell them to your fellow restaurateur folk in the next 20 minutes. In the bathroom. You're like, hey, man, you can uh, order off the waitress. You can order off of me. And they're like, sir, you can't remarket beers here. (laughs) This is a non-beer remarketing zone. That's business. Um, But yeah, that's what led to me getting really fucked up is because I'm like, well, at half price, the 24-ounce beer is like $4 or whatever. But the 40-ounce beer is only $6.50. And then I drank a big-ass thing. I needed two hands to hold it. I have a great photo of it. Absolutely. that's um, nice. Yeah. Congrats, buddy. Thanks. So that was my... Uh, el- enjoyed some beverages. My 11-minute rant on the LA Kings. And well, that's all right. I feel like I went to LA. I don't need to go now. I was going to go. Don't, don't need to. to. If you do, one. skip the Kings game. And also, never take public transit to Disneyland. Just buck up the money for an Uber. Oh, my God. <laughs> Man. Like so, a bus or what'd you take? So we're walking to the Rams game. We took the train to the Rams game, but you can't take the train to Disneyland. You got to take city bus yeah. or drive, right? Yeah. Um, or find some shuttle way to get there. Um, so we're walking and this lady kind of like heard us talking. She's like, oh, you're not from here. And we're like, no. And she's like, oh, well, I'm the concierge at the Ritz Carlton. And we're like, oh, hello. Could we run like a bunch of shit by you? And she's like, absolutely. She was very helping. Um, well, sort of, because she goes, oh, you're going to go to Disneyland tomorrow. How are you going to get there? And we were like, well, Uber, like, we'll just suck it up. We don't really know what we're doing. She's like, do not be stupid. Do not pay that much for an Uber. Take the 406. After the 406 picks you up outside your hotel, you'll have three stops after that. It'll get on the freeway, three more stops. You're at Disneyland in an hour. And we're like, no shit. We're going to save ourselves so much money. Um, so we hop on the 406. I pull up my Google maps after like four or five stops and like 20 minutes. And we haven't left downtown LA yet. And I look, and my Google Maps is like 71 more stops until Disneyland. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I don't think we got on the wrong bus because it took us to Disneyland still, but we were on the bus for an hour and 55 minutes. Good God. Like hard plastic seats through some sketchy areas. At one point, it was we were like going somewhere near Crenshaw, and our bus driver pulled over to bus stop and just walked off. And he walked into a gas station, presumably to urinate. I don't ah, know. Yes, of and, but he just like left for like six minutes. Mm-hmm. And what did everybody in the bus do? Well, everyone just acts normally and sits there, but I'm sitting there like, 
looking at Amber and I'm like, oh my God. What's Ramrod <laughs> straight in your what seat. If, what if someone just like walks on and starts driving this fucking bus away? We also had an Uber driver who picked us up from Disneyland and was like, I don't have enough gas to get you to your hotel. And we were like, what? And he's like, are you okay if I stop? And I was like, yeah. Oh, I thought he was like giving you additional <laughs> money for gas. No, but he was like, are you okay if I stop? And I was like, you probably should have gas in your tank if you're picking people up. But yeah, like I'm not gonna let you run out of gas. So he stops. He goes 10 minutes the opposite direction. So, While on the clock? Well, no, he didn't keep us on the clock, oh. which I guess was nice. But yeah. just in overall time, like our 40 minute Uber ride turned into like an hour. So, so like the when, three days you're in LA, 40, 40% of your trip was just getting to Disneyland and back? Yeah, it was like public transportation mayhems or Uber drivers being weird. One Uber driver, we were going to an outlet mall and he goes, oh, why are you going to this mall? It sucks. And we're like, oh, weird. Like what mall should we go to? This other one, 35 miles away. Nice. And I'm like, well, the one we're going to is eight miles away. And he was like, yeah, but don't worry. I'll drive you. And I was just like, sir, please don't. Take us to the Citadel Mall, please. I remember when we were in Laos and we're like going to the sketchy Fire Island and doing shit like that. Mm -hmm. And we got into this tuk tuk and we're like, take us to Sun. He just took us straight to the whorehouse. And we're like, no, 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 no. We don't want to like, yeah, 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 yeah. Get out. We're like, no, 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 no. Get out. We're like, no, no, no. And we like, I'm like, if we get out of this tuk tuk, a situation is going to unfold. You do not get out of the tuk tuk and you say, take me away from this tiny little microcosm of hell, friend. Well, I've told that story before where I fell asleep in a cab in Bangkok and woke up in a whorehouse in a wheelchair. Can we say whorehouse, Bangkok? Can we say that? Uh, I said it, then I winced. Yeah. What I would mean, you, what's the PC word? Brothel? Yeah, that's better. A factory of love? Yeah. Is it love, though? Real life Tinder? Yeah, that's nice. Tinder house? Tinder house. It's weird in Australia because brothels are legal. Really? Right? So there's a lot of little subway stations where you pop up out of the underground and there's like four or five buildings just sort of in the middle of a middle neighborhood. And one's a brothel. The first huh. peep show, first and only peep show I've ever been to is in Australia. So huh. that makes sense to me. I need to see what was doing over there, Tyler, you know? Sure. Yeah. I've never, I revealed this to you guys upstairs before we started recording. I've never been to a strip club. I'm 22 years old. I've never been to a strip club. Is that considered like a weird thing? Well, it depends. Why? Because you're banned from all the strip clubs? No. Oh, then yeah, it's fine. Okay, yeah. I just when (laughs) if you elect not to, it's fine. If they say you can't come in, then that's yeah. I elect not to. Strip clubs are boring. Yeah, you got a good radio voice though. I feel like you could do the 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 DJ thing. It's like oh, that'd be a great gig. Gentlemen, welcome chastity to the stage. Two seventy five highballs. Yeah, right. Yeah, nice. Happy hour closes in 15 minutes, but until then, it's destiny. Get your Modellos two for one for the next 15 minutes. I remember when I first started going to the bar and I would Mm -hmm. go to Nashville's and they had a shooter or a shooter siren in light. Mm -hmm. And I would like run across the bar when that went off and be like, did I make it in time? And they're like, you just made it. Because you wouldn't be old enough, Tyler, to remember 25 cent highballs at Cowboys for sure. Fuck, man. No, I, I think the cheapest, the only thing I've ever seen like that is when how uh, wasn't what's the one that uh is right across the street from rogers there's the bar right there that's Mercer? now it's now thrift shop oh 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 yeah uh whatever it was before one night they did 75 cent draft so there's been one night in my life where i've had like a night where it's like Man. cent draft every Dennis time and every, all and yeah when it was dennis and all they 75 cent draft and that was it every every Thursday night, Cowboys, they would have uh, they would have a siren that would go off and then Cowboy by Kid Rock would play and all the girls would get up on the bar and be like, and then just trays of draft going everywhere. Have you ever watched Black Mirror? No, I've never watched Black Mirror. Have you ever watched Black Mirror, your intro? No. Okay. I, it's a great show. I only watch one episode because it freaked me out so much, but it's about like technology Big in Coom the future. Show. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like technology in the future and kind of like uh, Twilight Zone. Where mm, like modern every, day every show is a different thing and they're not connected. Okay. And they have one where they go to like a old folks home in the future and everyone's got like little glowing discs on their temples and it's hardware to interface with their memories. So all these old people are sitting in chairs, but in their heads, it's like 1996 Miami oh. They're partying. Oh, that'd be sweet. Unbelievable. Cause you're like interacting in your mind recreation with like other people that you know that are really them, but you're all young again. Right. Yeah. And this is how old people oh. in the future spend their time. I'd be super into that. I'm watching that. I'm like, oh, I would go back to Cowboys and listen to fucking Cowboy at midnight and order eight trays of 25 cent draft, which wouldn't be real. Yeah. Then pop over to Denny's, have some breakfast. That was a good living. Oh, I yeah. feel like I missed a good party time in this city. It was a good time. I remember yeah. one time we went across the street to the abandoned motel 
and we're like, we're, it's like three in the morning. We're going to Ghostbusters this day. We're going to go room to room and look for ghosts. And we like the front lobbies open for some reason. And we open the door of this travel lodge and there's like keys still on the wall and there's like mail in the mail and there's dust and shit everywhere. And we're like, okay, we'll find Slimer. And then there were people sleeping in there oh, and they no. scared the shit out yeah, of us. I bet. And we booked it away. That's not my fondest Cowboys memory, but it is my only memory from across the street. Mm. I also once went to Santana's, which was beside Cowboys. Oh. Thinking it was Cowboys. That's how hard I'd pre-gamed. Nice. And I walked in with a couple of buddies and said to the bartender, my Cowboys is dead tonight. And he's like, nope, you are in the wrong bar. I've never seen that in my life, he said. And we went to Santana's. <laughs> oh, well, what a time to be alive. What know? an age. What an age. Oh, I really get shit done back in those days. There was a, you know where Union Hall is, right, Tyler? Mm. Like an Argyle. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, I've been to Union Hall. Sorry. Yeah. So back in the day, you used to be able to get, there was like an hour where it was 25 cent highballs. And then they would Power bump it up. Hour. The fuck? Then they would bump it 25 up. 25 cents for a shot of alcohol. Well, I mean, you know. And then they would bump it up to 50 cents and then 75 cents. And then the big dick swinging was a dollar starting at midnight. You'd send buddies early and be like, get seven trays of drinks. And you'd get there and your least forceful friend who was nice was there surrounded by quarter drinks. Yeah. You'd sip them. And you'd be bamboozled for five bucks. That's insane, man. It's incredible. Like, I'm trying to think right now, if I wanted to go to a an establishment and get, like, hammered, like, you're, thinking, you're looking 60 bucks. Well, the AGLC, like, changed the rules. They yeah. did, yeah. So it was I like, know. hey, people are getting too fucking <laughs> yeah. drunk. I can remember the economics of a nightclub. You're like, well, you do really steeply discounted drinks for the first two hours to get everybody in, mm-hmm. and then you return to normal pricing, and you've got 300 drunk people. Well, yeah, because then they're going to buy the $12 cocktail. And it wasn't even 12 in those days either, no, right? No, but it was yeah. like... You know, uh, booze in those days. Uh, it's weird though because if you go and look, you can still find like the three dollar beer, the four dollar beer, like a original Joe's at a happy hour. And there's been no real inflation at OJ's for like fifteen years. Mm. But the twenty five cent drafts, that's yeah, they gone. gone. They Remember, we used gone. to get little pill vials full of shots. Yeah, absolutely. We used to do those on pub crawls. You ever do those? A pill vial. You could order them and we put caps on them, so you get like a tray and mm. you get two bottles of booze and mix yeah. it up and put some juice in and then just run them like this and then just like fire them into the crowd of the club. God, we lived. It was unbelievable. Wow. I worked at a bar <sighs> in Thailand, Tyler. And what I would do is I used to have this big fake syringe and I would just stick it in a bucket full of booze and I would hammer it into people's mouths. I would never rinse that baby either. It was a communal That's syringe. That's like the, not even the top 300 most dangerous things on PP Island. No, it's not. Or the creepiest things that I did while I was there. Speaking of PP Island, in my opinion. <laughs> I saw a documentary that went to PP Island as part of a larger trip talking about like ecotourism damage, blah, blah, blah. It's fucked up, man. I saw the McDonald's. Yeah, it's fucked up. There's a McDonald's on PP yeah. Island, man. So like a bunch of the people that I was friends with there, they've kind of, some are still there, some have kind of migrated onward, which is interesting. Kind of like when the beach ends? Kind of, yeah. But they showed me some pictures before they closed that beach down to clean it up. It's fucked up. It's like such bad shape for such mm. a beautiful beach. It's, mm. just, it's a bummer. But this shit bounces back quick. Yeah. I, was, I just can't imagine like for that island, how much money they're losing, not going. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, didn't they put like a, during the military thing, didn't they just put like a destroyer in the bay and they were like, yeah, no more? Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you wake up at the old CoPP hotel and you see that in the... Uh, I don't even know what you guys are talking about. Kobe, Living life, man. Thailand got like mostly shut down by the military. Oh, <laughs> Because they're like the tourists were ruining yeah, everything. Yeah. And then one of the things was a lot of ecological damage from taking 5,000 people snorkeling in a bay every day for 12 years. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. Thanks, they're not, yeah, they're not pro <laughs> snorkelers. They're just like drunk British people. They're just with, holding up a piece of coral like, look what I found. <laughs> yeah. So they had to uh, shut it down. The island where bag milk lived, uh, it has a McDonald's now. And it Which has like so one bananas. like really high end commercial building now. It looked like in the video footage. Yeah, in the bar I worked at, which was called Tiger Bar. Yeah, the best. It's now R.I.P. It's gone. That whole little block is gone. Why? Why? It, they took it down and they put like some kind of hotel or something there. See, this is what like does it all owned by the mob and they give you a little square for your place to sell T-shirts? Allegedly, in my opinion, I feel like that's true. Yeah. Okay, so the mob comes in and they're like, yeah. "We sold this plot of land to a hotel." Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, hmm. interesting. It's been very interesting. Uh, we do need to give a quick shout out to our good friends at Jappa, and they have a they have a special holiday message. I I haven't listened to this yet, but it's on their Instagram. Oh yeah, and it's the song. They the sing. song is yeah, it good? good? Okay. Bells. 
Django. All the way. Oh, what fun it is to drive a XT360. Merry Christmas and happy holidays from all of us at Java. There you go, Merry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what fun it is to ride a CPXMG30. They really named them for... Oh, that was great. Convenience. Mm-hmm. The XC14-12? The XCX1412 is a fine unit, Tyler. And I think what that song is telling us is that in 2020, if you got some shit that needs to get done, yep. that's the machine you need. Yeah, you need to check it out. Are you building a sewer system? Yes. You need one of those. That's what I'm saying. You want to just dig a hole, a big old hole? Yeah, what are you going to build a trench by hand, please? Give me a break. Dig a swimming pool in your backyard. No chance. 2020 is the year to do it, and you can do it with equipment from Jappa. Uh, JappaMachinery.com. You can also check out that lovely video and a ton of their current promotions at their Instagram, Jappa underscore machinery i also saw and this made me love jappa even more that they are proud supporters of local hockey and the spruce grove saints they posted about the spruce grove saints you know who else loves local hockey me Hello, your oh, i love local hockey and Loves i love it, jappa hockey. so shout out to jappa we love them and that was a great christmas song we got yes, to share that's cute um speaking of cowboys taylor hall got traded that's a good tie-in right very well done good yeah. segue mm-hmm. i'm so happy he's not an oiler what did you think of like I like that Ken Holland was in on the negotiation and he made a call and he showed that he is interested in improving this team this season. But I like that he had his price. He said no Broberg, no Bouchard, no first round pick. And then he didn't go for it. He didn't overpay. He didn't push and shoot from the hip like maybe another GM in the past would have. And he kept his powder dry. I really like that side of Holland. Oh, he kept his powder dry. I like that. It's a low tide reference. Oh. I don't like that a Pacific Division team got better, in my opinion. However, that said, I do like, I agree with Tyler. I appreciate that Ken Holland had a price. He's like, okay, I will pay up to this point. Nothing over. Let it be. The Oilers are not at a point where they have so many assets in their prospect system that they can just deal these guys away, especially the caliber of a Bouchard or Broberg, despite what Jay says as he continues to wear Uggs out in public. Yeah, and like people are like, well, how come Arizona can afford to do that, but the Oilers can't? They're both in the same spot in the standings. Arizona can afford to do that because when you look at their forward group, it's 23-year-old Nick Schmaltz, it's 23-year-old Christian Dvorak, Lawson Krause is 22, Hinnestros is 25, and under Clayton Keller, Christian Fisher, Connor Garland. Like, how many impact forwards do they have that are under the age of 25? And now how many impact forwards do the Oilers have that are under the age of 25? Right, and I just think that Again, like, so they gave up a first, right? And yeah. then a conditional third that could turn into a first, provided he signs there or they win a playoff round. Both. They need to win a playoff round and he has to sign there. And then so it's two firsts. All of a sudden, that's a, that's a pretty big price to pay. Yeah. And I know you got to pay a lot to get a lot. And they did get a lot. He's a fine hockey player. I'm not sure if he would have fit here. That's um, my noise for Taylor Hall, bag <laughs> He's really good. <laughs> Who's been Nate? You said it earlier. I'm mm-hmm. Name another superstar in the NHL has been traded twice by his 30th birthday. Another NHL superstar or Hart Trophy winner, a guy with the level of play that Taylor Hawk can bring. That's been traded. Like now, strangely, they showed during the Oilers broadcast all the Hart Trophy winners who had been traded within 18 months of yeah. winning the Hart Trophy. All Gretzky, the- Messier, was it Esposito? Yeah, Esposito, and then the goalie, Jacques Plante. Yeah, something like that. Jacques Plant was the fourth, and so three of the four people had played for the Oilers. Yeah, that had happened to them. <laughs> yeah, I, I do think in some instances, <laughs> like I think there's something to be said about the fact that he's been traded twice and in two different cities now. He has been viewed as part of the problem and not part of the solution. Um, because at the end of the day, did you, you hear him? Sorry to interrupt. Go on. Uh, I was just gonna say. <laughs> The difference between talking in real life and on the show, eh? Real Uh, life, you start yelling. Um, Like, in New Jersey, part of me looks at it and goes, I know that they probably couldn't re-sign him, right? But, like, why would you not make an attempt? Maybe Shiro said they didn't even make an attempt. That tells you who they're dealing with. I know, and I was like, well, even, like, you have this exciting young core. Why would you not want the veteran superstar there with them? Because he's poisoning the core. Uh, That's no your Ray Shiro. Um, And... So that that's just something that would concern me a little bit is that twice now he's been viewed as part of the problem and not part of the solution. Maybe some of it is a victim of circumstance. There was the coaching carousel in Edmonton. Connor McDavid coming here meant that Taylor Hall couldn't be the alpha anymore. And he all was that the stuff. alpha, and we went did did not. I know. Do you remember? Did you listen to his post trade talk? No. Like on the highlight shows on the television, I did. He's chirping New Jersey. 
<laughs> he was. He was like, well, you know, I uh, just really, uh, you know, I want to win. And, you know, like he was chirping Jersey on the way out the door. This is not somebody who's grown up. This is not somebody who's probably ever going to grow up. If you act like this when you're 29 years old and you acted like you did at 25 and you acted like you did at 21, yeah, you're moving towards grown-up levels. But much like your M-Chuck on a bus to Disneyland, it's going to take a long time to get there. Is that good? Did I merge the two stories together? It's going to be yeah, interesting to see because Sheikah has now done this twice in a year. Do you know what I mean? Where he's got quote-unquote problem childs where he brought Kessel in yeah. to Pittsburgh. And then now Taylor Hall. And they're both line mates. Tonight. Yeah. Can you imagine? They're going to have to play with two pucks. It's going to be interesting to see how it works. Those are two guys with uh, questionable personalities, perhaps. Yeah. The Allegedly. Fa- the fact Hall is on a division opponent now that the Oilers are going to be fighting with for a playoff spot makes it Bad very news. easy to cheer against them. Wow. But he's going to bring his A game whenever he plays the Oilers and try to fuck us up. It yeah, actually we, would make for good playoffs. Yeah. That wouldn't that be a playoff series? Hey, Oilers and Yotes in the first round is like the two and three seeds in the Pacific Taylor Hall against the Oilers. Like, I think that would be actually highly entertaining. Um, he, I mean, he hasn't particularly played or put up like godly numbers against the Oilers. It's not like he's made them pay every time, right? He, he won did, the heart trophy to show us. Yeah, he, he did do that though. <laughs> Which um, I respect. Do you think Tyler mm-hmm. that this move by the coyotes puts more pressure on Ken Holland to make some kind of acquisition to bolster this lineup? I don't think this is going to be an arms race where Ken Holland is all of a sudden going to go out and like also spend a bunch to get a guy. I think Ken Holland, I think, I don't think this trade showed me that. I think the fact Ken Holland was this involved and had two to three phone calls with Ray Shiro over the weekend shows me that he will make a move at some point. We will get a third line center. We will get, or we'll get a middle six forward. He'll make something happen this year to give this team and give Connor McDavid specifically a better chance of winning in the playoffs. And the best way to give Connor McDavid a better chance of winning in the playoffs is to either a give more support for Nuge or B get a third line center who can handle some hard defensive minutes and take some heavy, heavy matchups and let McDavid and Dreisaitl fly together at even strength. To me, it actually, the Taylor Hall trade too. he, I actually don't think that the, the devils got as much as I thought they were going to. But at the same time, I feel like Arizona overpaid. It's such a weird conundrum. Like, I don't know how to view this trade. Just to me that it it's like, okay, if that's what Taylor Hall's going for in December. Yeah. You would think, at least in my mind, that brings the price down on everybody else. Oh, yeah. As the we get free agents, the, the, the push this year is going to have not a lot of good value trades. Yeah, like I look at that deal and I go, it could potentially be two first round picks. Which would be a lot. It was three prospects, one of which was a former first rounder. Another two were taken in the first three rounds. Like that, there, was some, there was some value put into that trade. But then I look at it from New Jersey's perspective and I'm like, Ah, you gave up a guy who won the Hart Trophy with you and you didn't get the crown jewel prospect. You didn't get the Barrett Hayton or Soderstrom or if you were dealing with Edmonton, you would have wanted Bouchard or Broberger. If you were dealing with Colorado, you would have wanted Bowen Byram. Like you didn't get the crown jewel piece. You got like a bunch of mystery boxes instead of like there, there mystery is box. mystery yeah. box mystery box yeah right it, it could be a boat and like you know how bad you've always <gasps> wanted a boat a boat but you also could have just went and bought a boat think about taylor hall winning the heart in 2018 and in december 2019 yeah. getting very very little it is interesting like it's a lot of pieces but not almost like first round picks are worth a lot i know but at the end of the day they're not guarantees like you can look back on the best draft classes to ever come from the nhl and in the first round especially the later half you're looking at like a 50 60 65 chance of getting a legit nhl player there. i feel like they emptied out their b prospect covered and sent a couple conditional drafts they did and that's why the oilers couldn't afford to do it because the oilers they don't, don't have that many b's they don't have that many b's we convince ourselves the b's are a's mm. And I mean, which is what we've always done, (laughs) which is is what we are doing with a lot of the current prospects, because the comparables for someone like (laughs) Nick Merkley, who we're quick to scoff at and be like, who the hell's Nick Merkley? That's a direct comparable to Kyler Yamamoto. (gasps) And it's like we look at Kyler Yamamoto as he's a gun. Yeah, like as a solution in the top six. But then you look at Nick Merkley Merkley from another organization and you go like, okay, let's play a little game. Yeah. Make up names of people and sprinkle in prospects and ask me in bag milk. So it'd be like one guy, what's his name? Merkley, Nick Merkley. Be like, is that a, what teams you play for? Uh, now he plays or he's property of the New Jersey devils. Okay. So be like, is Nick Merkley the property of the New Jersey devils or is Brian Stevenson? And we'll see if we can identify between prospects and actual fake. people. Do you do either of you guys know a lot about like major league no. baseball? No, absolutely. 
Really? No, you no. don't. That'd be a fun game. Maybe I'll maybe I'll put that together. You can do for it with week. NHL players. No, we'll do we'll do. Is this an NHL prospect or a major league baseball player? Or is this a <laughs> is this a fake person? Your M Chuck made yeah. up. Yeah. That'd be a fun game. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's something we'll put together. I'm this is why ahead. we should prep our shows. No, no, no. Let's think of something on the air and then I'm not gonna go do ahead it. and bet that I will hit fifty percent of fake. Let's say you would just guess and get fifty percent of it. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably bet on that as well. Or yeah. you'd start to overthink it and you'd get them like all wrong. Oh, like my boy Frank. Ah, Why is he on a reverse fire? Yeah, Frank's on a cold, cold streak. Did it occur to you that maybe he's doing the switch play on you and purposefully picking the opposite of who he, he wants be. to win? He could be. He's probably bucking the trend. Yeah, probably. Are you cutting him in in the brum? Absolutely. He's a big drinker. Okay, well then he's probably drunk. Yeah, usually. Pete is going to be coming after us because you're now saying that you're giving your dog alcohol. <laughs> I thought about <laughs> that. I'm like a pita, like a pita pit. That's not the pita you're talking about. Yeah, well, you know, what we have been doing because we weren't creating uh, bits for the podcast. We're mm-hmm. creating software. Yes. Okay. You guys, very excited. you guys brought this up. You had a big fancy meeting today with the head honchos and all that. Honchos. That, that's a word, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I'm good. Two thirds um, amigos. <laughs> <laughs> not only that um mike alexander got the tv in the office that i haven't seen turned on in years he got it on one and two with stuff on it yeah very insane. cool we were all impressed before i even started presenting absolutely and before the show you said we got a fancy new thing coming and i said don't tell me i want to be surprised on the pod i'll pitch you on it yeah okay so there's too many ads on oilers nation Correct. Yes. Yes. I would agree. We're testing. We're testing different ad placements. We're testing every ad partner. We're testing different companies that sell the ads. We're testing, testing, testing. But we want to always wanted to create an app, right? App is ad free. Yeah. But we're like, "Eh, that isn't really enough value to build an app. Like we need to do something else. So what we're doing here, Amcheck? If you ever go to a, a BPs or something and play NTN trivia. Yeah, yeah. Where you got the little keyboard, then you're like, what happened? And it's a thousand points, seven fifty. Yeah, we're making a game like that. For intermissions, for real prizes. For where? For the app. For like Oilers games? So you get the Nation app. Yeah. You're playing, you're reading your news ad free, you're enjoying yourself. The podcast Mm. integrate, everything's integrated. Oh, that'd be fucking sweet. Then at intermission, you go into your game, which is a setting on the thing, and we're pushing out questions like, who did Cassie and skate by the bench and lip off in the second period? Things you can't Google. And then it counts down. Oh, so if you're paying attention to the game, the incentive is you could win yourself some serious prizes. We're going to like really put a lot of work behind the prizes. We've always kind of done some games. We did nation drafts. We did one called yeah. street cred and we're just trying out fun shit. Right? So this is going to be dope because every intermission, we're going to be live making quiz games mm-hmm. and pushing them out. And it'll be like, Oh, you should get the nation app. We gave away a nude Jersey last night to the guy who played. There's only 40 people playing. It's going to be dope. We're going to have leaderboards. We're going to have access to the site you love. Every time you comment, you get points. Every time you buy nation gear, you get points. Points can be redeemed for real shit. Nation also, gift cards, nation gear. And there's also a prize every game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like as someone who's naturally skeptical, and maybe this is just your vacation, your Emchuk, who's in a great mood, still talking. Um, I actually, I like this. I think it would be fun. Yeah. And Big Mike's got it under control. He's, he's got, he's a wizard. He showed us all the mock-ups today. Yeah. This guy's a pro. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool, actually. Dope I'm excited for prizes. this. I'm excited to see Just this. Just think of how proud your dad would be is if when Tyler Uremchuk's rumors go out <laughs> on a Thursday morning, he gets a push notification right to his There's phone. There's going to be push notifications. Brand new Tyler content. And can you, like, subscribe to your favorite writers and yep, stuff? Oh, course. see, that'd be cool because, yeah. you know, I know people love me. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of my father, he dropped me off at the airport before my week-long trip. Mm. Did me a big solid, drove me and my girlfriend to the airport so we didn't have to pay for an Uber. And uh, the only, we didn't really talk the whole, he asked me a couple questions about Taylor Hall maybe being traded. About the engagement. Uh, no. And then we, he parked <laughs> at the airport and I was like, okay, see ya. And he just went, bye. And was like, are you still talking to me? And then we hopped out and left. Did so that's, hug? so for those, Not a who, lot of hugs in the year end check. Oh, so no. Explains a little bit of your frostiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do that, you want to hug bag milk? Right I suppose now? that's more of, I a, ask him every time and he yeah. always says no. Oh. It's more of a bit on Oilers Nation radio, I guess, me talking about my father yeah. but, or my relationship with my family. But Yeah, they don't talk, Wanya. Spoiler. Yeah. Oh, no? no? Oh, me and my dad go to Oilers games together and, like, won't say a word. Really? Unless it's, like, fucking this guy or, like, that's a shitty play. Yeah. And, like, that's kind of our whole... I just imagine your dad as being you with a frontwards hat. No, <laughs> he, he was the same He can't guy. wear hats because his head's too big. I respect um, that as a fellow large cranial... No, just think of like me, even grumpier, smoking with a mustache. Ooh, a mustache, smoking. yeah. 
I've Get debated the duster it, but that's on. not my thing. Did you have a Movember? No, you didn't, did you? I'm incapable of doing that. But your dad could grow a mustache. See, I'm no, using his facts. Ready for this? Him. Yeah. No one in my family, my mother and his wife included, has ever seen him without a mustache. Oh, I thought it was everybody can grow a f- mustache. I thought you were going to brag yeah. that your mom could grow a mustache. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, he has never shaved it. Never. Really? Since him and my mom met, never shaved his mustache. <laughs> my dad, when he was young, was like doing some construction project and throwing lumber up onto the roof yeah. of a house. And something happened, and they, so he got bumped, and he went to throw the wood and hit himself in the face, oh, but no. split his lip open, so it looked like he had a cleft palate. Oh, no. And when he went and got it stitched up, the doctor was like, so, you're going to be a mustache guy from here on out. My dad's had a mustache <laughs> all the way since, because he's got a giant scar. Interesting. Maybe your dad has a giant scar. Did he ever do any home construction? Well, he works in the trades, so. Is there lumber? Uh, well, he's like a plumber gas fitter type of thing, Maybe so there would a be. a pipe in his own face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've heard that happens. Nah, yeah. shit. You'd be surprised how many pipes to the head a plumber will take. Amen. Yeah. Well, I hope one day you two have a moment where you tell him about how you got secretly married in LA. E- oh, well, no. At Star Wars land. Yeah. Four Modellos deep. Mm-hmm. And then you'll come together. That'd be really nice. Maybe. <laughs> my, my family always says that me and him should start a podcast. Because sometimes, yeah, sometimes just- we'll get so... <laughs> no, but the times we do talk is when we get like... He did about sports. Like there was once my mom had to like get between us while we yelled about Blue Jays pitcher Marcus Stroman. Mm-hmm. Um, we got really heated the other day talking about Leon Dreisaitl. Mm-hmm. He's an old school hockey fan, right? Um, so he is of the mindset that Leon Dreisaitl gets pouty and lazy when he's not with Connor McDavid. I saw that going around. Yeah, my dad will die on that hill. My dad does not. He doesn't think he's a team player. He thinks he is there. Because he has fun playing with Connor, and if he's not with Connor, he's going to bitch until he's with Connor. I would believe that, except for one photo. Have you seen the photo of Leon as a child? Where he's also pissed off? I think it's his face. Yeah. (laughs) I fucking think it's his face. I think he's one of those guys with a resting bitch face at level 1200. And didn't Mm -hmm. someone say to him in an Mm -hmm. interview, like, aren't you happy? He's like, this is how I look. You got to remember the German people ignoring, we'll go 1915 through 1945. Didn't exist before then. No. Often they're very grumpy people. Mm-hmm. And if you've lived through a few programs and purges and the th- horrible things throughout history, and you've got a resting bitch face, secret police don't stop you. Even did you see the... They're not uh, like, why is that guy so fucking happy? The round table they did with Darnell Nurse, Leon, Connor, and James Neal mm-hmm. in the intermission the what? other day. Yeah, so instead of Coach's Corner on Saturday night, they did a round table with those four guys just kind of shooting the shit, asking each other questions. Was it good? It was fun. It was awkward. It was a little bit weird. It's probably, you know, produced and all that jazz. It was all that. It was like Darnell Nurse was pretending to host. But you know what? I will take that 2,000 times before Coach's Corner again. Oh, really? They were asking each guy, what's your favorite goal you ever scored? Mm. And they were going through the stories. And like Connor's like, well, I my rookie season, I came back from an injury and I scored a pretty nice goal against Columbus. And then they show the highlights. Oh, I remember that goal. You're like, pretty nice goal. Kind of undersold that, pal. But anyway, my point here is that those three dudes, Darnell, Connor, James Neal, they're all having a good time, and Leon's just kind of sitting there. Yeah. Thus, proving your theory, in my opinion. I think. Also, yeah. language barrier. Sure. No, I don't buy language barrier at all. He's he living speak- He's lived in Canada since he's 15 or 16 yeah, or whatever. He also does speak better English than I do. Oh, then no yeah. language barrier. Yeah, no language barrier. He's no, lived, he, was, he's a- he was in Prince Albert from the time he was 16. He's a straight man. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> what does that mean? Well, if, if, if you got uh, I know a couple of people telling jokes, Leon's going to come with a steely-eyed punchline. Did you see Drake Kajula talking about Connor? Did you see that no. quote where they called him the crane? No. I Oh, I saw that they called him the crane. I didn't read why. Oh, it's funny. He was telling a story about, and where is he now? Where's old Drake? Uh, Chi-Town. Yeah. So they're asking about Connor McDavid. Do you have any good Connor McDavid stories? I, I, Dan, Daniel Nugent Bowman? Yeah, DNB, the Nuge. Yeah, he wrote that article, yeah. I think. So it goes. He's very nice. They, he's like, oh, yeah, this is Drake and Julie talking about Connor. Everywhere we go, he's always so healthy, and he always orders gluten-free stuff. And when you sit down at a restaurant, he says, can I have one of your fries? And he'll order a water, and you'll order a pop, and he'll be like, can I have some of your pop? So he's always reaching around, grabbing everybody's food, and that's why we called him the crane. Oh, that's Because so- he'd come <laughs> steal your food. That's awesome. He's kind of like a girlfriend in a way where she's like, no, I'm not hungry. Yeah. But you should order some fries, Tyler. If he- Connor McDavid was your girlfriend, would you propose to her in L.A.? I would. Was Lauren, Kyle, and Connor's parents in town for the Saturday night game? Lauren's parents were in town. Yeah, Lauren's parents. parents were in town. Yeah. yeah. Ah, Lauren Kyle's Instagram has been where I get the bulk of my news. It's a little window because I was closet. I was mm-hmm. at the pint. No, not night during the game. Mm-hmm. 
And I, am I not allowed to say pine? No, 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 no. I'm oh, okay. happy that you're there. Um, and then I looked out the window and I saw her walking with two people and I assumed it was Connor's parents, but it must've been hers. And her dad's a doctor. Yeah. Dr. Kyle. What? Yeah. yeah. Good stock. Interesting. We should get him on the show. Sure. <gasps> She's an interior designer and don't yeah. kid yourself. I was in a meeting the other day. And I'm like, we need to find a way to do a project where we hire Lauren Kyle. Like mm-hmm. a podcast studio. I think I'd be scared to have Lauren Kyle down in here. Yeah, she would take one step in and be like, this is a murder thing and call 911. there is some stuff coming down the pipe that we're building. Like another big building down the street? Yeah, and some other shit yeah. too. And just like, there's a way to like sneak into Connor's heart. It's like, well, Lauren was bored and then that random company gave her a six month design. She's good. Yeah. Like their house that they built is unbelievable. It it's beautiful. all her. Like she's got skill. But if you threw her an early contract in her design career, I bet you old Con Con would get a little twinkle in his eye. Absolutely. I would love to know if her father is like a big sports fan or not. Because can you imagine like what's going through your head when Lauren is like, by the way, I think I met someone. And you're like, oh, yeah. So what's he do? Well, he's a hockey player. He's a hockey player. And then, Oh, is he good? He leads the NHL in points and he's the highest paid player. (laughs) Wow. But when she got with him, wasn't he just an eerie otter with... A Bieber haircut? No. They've been together that long? No, I don't think so. They aren't? No, I it's think... not he, like Bree Nugent Hopkins, who's been in it for the long haul? No, or... Uh, yeah, no. Um, How I, long? I Well, Connor's only 22. Like, she couldn't have gotten with him that long ago. I don't, I don't think it's been, like, four years. Like, I don't think oh. they were together when he started in the NHL. Oh. I remember when I worked at Jersey City and he had his collarbone injury. This is, like, my tree-planting story. But, uh, yeah, I remember he would come in. He came in twice. And I shook his hand. I said, if you ever need anything, just let me know. And then he would immediately leave. <laughs> but he'd like come in and look at like the Blue Jays stuff. And but then it was walk like out. Lauren. It was, so she he was, was with a female all the time, but uh, I don't think it was Lauren. Or I, not, it was Lauren. Yeah, it was. Wink. Oh, yeah. It was I'm Lauren. looking at Google. She looked different a couple of years back. Wink. Wink. He was with Lauren. Wink. Bag milk. Wink loudly. Absolutely. Winking. There we go. Yeah. No, come on. No, now we're Connor's just, not like that. If you Connor can't be in public with anybody other than his girlfriend. Yeah, I know. And that's there'll why be 500 no people a minute DMing her. We're going back to at least early 2017, according to the Google machine. Really? Yep. Of when they're together. Yep. But his career started in 2015. So well, it might have been year two of his NHL career. Well, I mean, he's got to work out. He's got things to do. Uh, if I know people who download this podcast, they do it so we can break down the dating lives of Connor McDavid. Oh, I've got the Oilers. I, I'll tell it to you off the air, but I got a funny story about Connor drinking beers. I trying to think. Of we can talk about my new obsession with Lil Mayo if you want. Lil Mayo. Oh fuck this Lil Mayo shit! Go, I told go, you I, go. I was in a good mood until you showed me Lil Mayo. Yeah, yeah. So Wanya, you know how I'm obsessed with TikTok, of course. So kids now have they're they're off their fucking balls. One of the things that caught my attention is a rapper named Lil Mayo. Okay. However, Lil Mayo is not a rapper as you normally would expect, not with the face tattoos and the SoundCloud page and all that. He's an alien. He's an alien that someone created as a character. He's showing a Tyler is showing his Instagram what? page right now. That's a Lil Mayo. So <laughs> it's a, a guy who raps in a cartoon? He as an alien. So yes. his his shtick is I'm it. from a different world. Yep. I'm Lil Mayo. Yep. He's got songs that he talks about how he's an alien from God and stuff. Hilarious, man. Oh, so it's I was only trying, on the TikTok. It was a, it, he blew up on TikTok. He has 2.2 million Instagram followers. <laughs> so I'm showing Tyler this upstairs and he's looking through all these Instagram videos and he's like, what the fuck are you looking at mm-hmm. on the internet? Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey man, I'm just keeping up with what the kids are up to. He's got this song called Be Gone Thoughts. I play it all the time. Is it on iTunes? Uh, yes, it is on iTunes. Absolutely. Be Gone Thoughts. And the thing is, it's perfect for kids. All the songs are like a minute 30. That's all you need. Yeah. You don't need any more than that. Get to the chorus. Get to the chorus, Get Tyler. to the bangers. Absolutely. On our Instagram story, I'm posting a teaser for today's podcast, which is just uh, Lil, Lil Mayo. Mayo. Complete Jeez. nonsense. Jeez. Uh, speaking of our Instagram and social media faves, Wideneck's going to get out of jail right away. Oh, finally. Yeah. And not that he's a Instagram guy, but uh, shit. Oh, I forgot the name of the rapper. There's been a rapper that's been in jail for Bobby seven Shmurda. years. Bobby Shmurda. That's yeah. It. Bobby Shmurda's coming out, and he's been down for seven years. Yeah. That went by like that. It it honestly did, because I remember when his song came out, mm-hmm. um, and it was like massive, but like, and then he the, like immediately went to prison. All kinds of rappers love him, though. Like, what's yeah. his deal? Because he didn't rat. Yeah. He took a seven-year bid, nice. and they were like, you can have three years if you rat on your boys. And he was like, nope. I and think then, it was like even initially supposed to be longer. Like... He was facing some bad shit. And yeah, he didn't rap. 
So he is the anti-snitch nine, if you will, Tyler. Yeah. Yeah, I yes. think so. When's, when's, when's old snitchy getting out and getting I shot? I just read about <laughs> him the other day that he could be released by New Year's. And will where will he go? To the cemetery when he gets capped by one of the 90 million people. I'll tell you one thing. Witness protection is going to have their work cut out for them. He the refused guy with it. The big six. Oh, yeah. He, he did, refused didn't. witness protection. He says he's got his bloods. Well, there's... Pr- Chances are witness protection just looked at him and were like, I don't know what we're going to do with you, bro. We're going to need to make you, you a little mayo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got that fucking doll from Saw on your face. Yeah. Jigsaw. Yeah, it would be a lot of tattoo removal um, trying to get him into witness protection. I also follow a guy on TikTok, Tyler. Mm-hmm. He got the insane clown posse. I believe Shaggy Too Dope specifically okay. got his makeup tattooed on his face. No. Yeah. So now I'm following along as he's going through uh, tattoo removal. Oh, that's so He's gross. getting it removed? Yeah, because you know what, Wanya? When you do a bunch of meth and you get the ICP makeup tattooed on your face, when you come out of that phase, it's a, it's a tough look. Fuck. That would That'd be really bad. He was, uh, I just watched his TikToks from session two. And th- it hasn't done shit. It is still very dark clown makeup. And you, they, how long will it take? Like how many sessions? Uh, they estimated three, two, three years of sessions. That would hurt so much. Yeah, because they're lasering your skin off your face. Whew. Ah, can we stop talking about it, man? Why you don't like lasers? Ah, that makes me squirm a little See, bit. Wanya, well, yeah, I think you almost need to get a TikTok, even just as a voyeur. Here's the problem. I'm currently running nine Instagram accounts. Yeah, throw a TikTok. I'm in. on two phones. Mm-hmm. If I get into TikTok. All those Instagrams will stop Instagramming. Especially when you find the prison lane that I have found where all these dudes are on TikTok in prison. What? How do these people get phones? I don't know, man. People are suitcasing things around the country because these boys are in prison. Like I can understand making... an old Motorola putting that in the old prison pocket, but like an iPhone 10 is wide. This guy I was watching the other day was teaching people how to cook a sausage off the, the <laughs> off his toilet bowl and it was fascinating how do you get the heat up well that's a good question so what he did is he made like a tightly packed little pocket of toilet paper with a little loose end like a fuse and stuck that in his wall socket and it sparked lit a fire and it was all packed densely together he cooked himself a sausage over the flame yeah that just made me download tiktok <laughs> you've said so much good stuff about it but i've always been like that is not prison cooking and yeah. prison cooking is the reason i'm downloading tiktok it's great like um, you can you can be there for your teen dancing tyler i assume you'll spend a little bit of time there <laughs> yeah no but once I'm, you pivot no the, creep once you pivot to the prison cooking that's where the real business is at as soon as you said guys TikToking from prison i had TikTok <laughs> punched into the app store you got it i'm on a good ig kick of prison content right now and like Man, I don't know. I'm trying to think prison's not a good idea. No, probably not. I'm also really into uh, bloods calling out other bloods on TikTok. What? Yeah, man. Why don't, why aren't they, aren't they on the I same I thought team? this was an app for like Chalmers kids to make but music But ultimately videos. it's all about the bloods and the crips. Why are bloods fighting with other bloods? Well, you call somebody a fake ass blood, man. That's ah, a problem. Yeah, so it's one is a real blood and one's a fake blood. That's right. That's not blood beef. Oh, well. I That's mean, the bloods a, defending their brand. Yes. Yes, they are. They are Nike. If you're in. in the bloods and you got jumped in and you had to kill a guy to join, it must be so annoying to see fake bloods, especially on TikTok. And they're like, oh, I bought my shirt on Etsy. And you're like, no, man, you have to get out of the clubhouse. You can't just be getting blood T-shirts on Etsy. Did you tell anybody you're blood? Well, I told my cousin, you're not a blood. Mm-hmm. Then you shoot him because mm-hmm. you're a real blood. Absolutely. Tyler, get blood into the talk. blood talk. Yeah, get in over here. Hey, I don't feel like this is a good spot for me to chime into a conversation. Why not? I don't know. I, I feel out of my Because you're wearing a blue hat? Oh, oh, I am. That's a nice lid, though, actually. Um, Tyler No, I did crimp. take. I did take some train rides through some sketchy areas. At one point, because there was no room to sit on the train, me and my girlfriend had to stand by the door, and a guy walked on and stood by us who was actively bleeding from his forehead. And I was just like... I imagine you on Welcome LA public Crenshaw. transit in like a little, like a two man standing mosquito net at the back of the bus. And you're just like, don't touch anything. And then you just have like Febreze. <laughs> I, there were so many houses where the, <laughs> where the windows were boarded and the doors had bars, but a BMW would be parked not on the driveway on the grass or like a high end car, just like parked like weird. And we'd be going and I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I'm, this is an area I've never been to clearly. And my girlfriend would just go some real cute houses in here. And like the train <laughs> fixer uppers. Yeah. Real opportunity. <laughs> I, was, I was just like, ah, I really hope no one yells at kind me. Kind of on a metaphor train. for the weather's a few years ago. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where Tyler's the B or uh, 
Connor is Connor's the BMW. The BMW I'm the BMW of this podcast, and it's of, a yeah, boarded up a little bit. basement. We are in a basement. Yeah, mm-hmm. with exposed brick. But that's the charm of it. Point is, Wanye <laughs> needs TikTok. Yeah. Well, fuck. Especially I'm a little bit nervous you know about this. Man, you're going to have so much fun. You're going to be in the dance trends here soon. I can see Tyler. You're going to blow up, buddy. Man, when you did that hoodie dance. Yeah. That was funny. I'm sweet. That was good. I'm in the mix with the kids yeah. and prisoners. Can you DM? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't. I wish you could turn DMs off. I think you can, can't you? In what? Everything. Can you? Pretty sure. How? I don't know. I need to. Yeah? Well, yeah, because I feel. Here's what happens. I'll be having a conversation with somebody. I'll post something in a story. I'll get a bunch of DMs. On Insta? Yeah. All right. I got Twitter, I never even already. check. I got a solution for you already. You need to change your account into a creator account. Oh? Yeah, so I changed my account into a creator account. I'm now a blogger slash public figure. Oh. And you can categorize your DMs. So uh. it's all your people that you want to hear from go in your main inbox, and everybody else goes into the... Mm-hmm. I'll check it, maybe. It's nice. I want to hear from everybody. I just feel badly if I don't get back to people. Well, that's why, that's why it's really nice having the I'll check it later box, mm. because if you're in a mood... You can just whip through them and answer everybody. Yep. But, you know, if you and I are sending each other prison. Episodes, this is it. Then it goes into the main box. A fourth account platform with DMs mildly stresses me out. Thinking. Yeah, I don't get any DMs on TikTok. I'm glad for that. Yeah. I'm just, uh, I'm it's a lawyer, Tyler. It's the kids. Yeah. The kids don't want a DM. Oilers Nation's account uh, at Oilers Nation on TikTok gets a lot of DMs, actually. Really? With regards to being a child? Uh, just a lot of people like, Hey man, can you give me a shout out? Just like a lot of that stuff. Do we? And do you, uh, when I check them, I'll give a guy a shout out. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Maybe that's the move though. Maybe I got to go and attack the youngest demo. Me with an army of what are they? 14 year olds. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, as it, like, as we go along, it's the demos getting older and older. Ah, you can see it. You yeah. can watch it happening. It, it it honestly reminds me of Facebook and say 2007, 2008. When you all your, when the mom started flooding it. That's what TikTok reminds me of because now every sports team more or less has one. The Chicago Blackhawks posted the cringiest video of all time today on their. I saw it on Twitter, but it was on their TikTok. So they're bad. all doing it though. Like yeah. all the, they, you know who does it really well is NBA teams. Really? They're having a lot of fun with TikTok, the NBA teams. Like fun stuff or are they posting like highlights and stuff? No, it's fun. They get it, like as you consume the content, yeah. you'll see the trends that the kids are all doing. Yeah. So NBA teams are getting in on those like that thing that you saw with the Chicago Blackhawks yeah. where they did the jump and they were different outfits. Like yeah. that's a that's a thing. Huh. So they were just getting in on it. I am on this thing where I pulled my hoodie up over my yeah. face. Yeah. And my legs are through the arms. Yeah. And I'm doing a little dance. Yeah. That's, that's a weird. big trend on TikTok. I like, thought you invented it when I first saw it. I was like, I wow, wow bag milk is on the cutting edge. No, that was a uh, that was our videographer Alex. It was her idea. Really? Yeah. Hmm. She's like, you need to put this hoodie on. And I was like, you don't tell me what to do. And then she's like, it's for TikTok. And I'm like, all right. Hmm. There's a dance involved. Mm-hmm. Do we have a videographer for our trip to Vegas? Yep. She is coming. Oh, that'll be fun. Hey, we're gonna major FOMO for those who don't come. Huge remembering alert. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. So Oodle Noodles doing the draw. We did mm-hmm. a trip to Vegas. Who do they pick? Do you think as the winner? In a legit draw, the Oodle Noodle team did it. They don't know anybody. Who do you think they picked? Was it Surveyor Brett? Yep. <laughs> Surveyor <laughs> Brett's coming to Vegas with to us? Vegas, yeah. Hell yeah. I love funny. Surveyor Brett. They texted me. They're like, hey, we just picked a winner for the trip to Vegas. I'm like, yeah, right on. And they're like, uh, do you want the guy's name? I'm like, I don't care. Whatever. Put it out on social. Oh, it's Brett Luchansky. Like, oh my God. He won. Does he know he won? Yeah, I DM'd him. Man, he's going to be fun. Oh, fuck. He's a beauty. Usually I'm yelling at him a lot, but we'll get along great in Vegas. I DM'd him and said that you won the trip to Vegas, but I stepped in and overruled it because you're such a jerk. (laughs) And he was like, what, for real? Like, no, I'm just kidding. Actually, you'll appreciate this, Tyler. Yesterday at 1.03 p.m., Surveyor Brett DM'd me a score sheet from one of your latest games in your rec league Mm -hmm. where you scored a hat trick. Hey! But we lost, so I don't care. But you did score a hat trick. Hey! Number 89, good for you. Sam Gagne tribute, I assume. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, no, we don't need to talk about rec league. We got a hat trick. You did. We didn't win. I don't care. Oh boy. Do you want to know what I want to talk about? Actually, what Jay wants me to talk about? What? We've got some fresh reviews on iTunes. Yeah. Oh, nice. Did Jay text you to say? He did. <laughs> He's in Jasper being lazy. He did. All right. Tyler, with a review like this, 
I'm gonna get. I'm gonna let you guess how many stars this review was. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is from Rock and Roll Trucker. Oh yes. Real life podcast is the over the pants HJ after last call at the bar of podcasts. Oh, wasn't exactly what you were looking for, but it got the job done. Ah, uh, how many stars? Three. Oh, that's a five star review, my friend. Wow, that is a five star review. Thank you. Another try for Tyler from Miles sixty seven. Ooh. I'm writing this review because I want some sweet, sweet oodle noodle. Uh, I listen every week for the random as hell topics. How many stars, Tyler? Four. That's a five-star review. Wow. Miles, you DM us on Instagram at Nation Real Life. The DMs are open. Mm-hmm. I will send you two free Nation noodle boxes. From KBAP. KBAP. I got chicken pox PTSD listening to Jay's Buffalo escapades. However, as a fellow UG connoisseur, I support his choice. Bring back Rexall heroin beers playoffs 2020. Top notch ramblings, boys. Tyler. I was going to say four, but he said top notch. So is that one a five star review? That's a five star review. Nailed it. Has anyone got any courage? That was well done. We asked uh, Hernan to press a button on the board to end the show. Yeah. What did he just go? He to dropped a Jappa song? ad. Yeah, Jappa ad. <laughs> like, hit something on the board, Jappa ad. Who has the courage in the reviews to call us out and give us a one star? Uh, I don't see any one stars, Wanye. How about a two star? I don't see a two star. Three star? What I do see is from Huskies62. Here it is. Sometimes I wonder why I bother listening to this show. Then you find out Tyler is getting married and it sucks me right back in. Ah. Tyler is the youngest old man. Jay is a troll. Bag Milk does the best worst job at transition and ad reads. And who is that other gay guy? Wanye? Like Kanye? I don't know, but he's funny. Huh. Great podcast regardless of the hosts. Tyler, how many stars? Five. That's a five-star review. <laughs> how many reviews do we have? Uh, right now, there is a total of 100 on the button. Really? Yeah. What's our average rating? It Average rating of 4.86. There are 79 five-star reviews, 12 four-star, three three-star, one two, and five one. Any of the ones got comments? Mm, let me go back. I don't need praise. I need rage to fuel me. All right. Here we go. Yeah. Do I like it when the sound is similar to a tape cassette you recorded off the radio? No. Yeah. Do I like it that Wanye can't be bothered to be in studio for his company's biggest podcast? Oh, no. this is all. This is when I'm down in Mexico. Of course not. The guy's... Got a relaxed 12 months a year in Mexico. <laughs> Do I care how Jason Greger asks himself questions only to answer them immediately after? No. I gave this 15 listens, but that's enough. Hard crap, hard pass. That is from Testy Esty. That's a tough one because it's a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, but since then, like, I mean, Greger's gone. You're in the country. Strudwick's gone. We went through a period of <laughs> atrocious audio. I do love the I do love the observation though of Gregor asking himself a question only to answer it. That's so funny because he does it all the time in his articles and it ch- makes me chuckle. It's a product of being on the radio for four hours a day for 200 years. And having to talk to yourself for a lot of it, yeah. So good. Classic so we went the Mexican era of this show, mm-hmm. which I think was like maybe first year. This was, was from February 24th of 2017. Yeah. This review. Huh. And then we went through the bad audio years where we were learning mm-hmm. and then we got a proper production person in prior mm-hmm. to your arrival. Then we have the podcast studio year mm-hmm. where we're killing it. Mm. So I would disavow any one-star reviews before 2017. But what about this one? There's not much Oilers talk. The hosts get easily distracted and side conversations kick off immediately. I'd rather listen to David Staples. Oh, wait a minute. Is that guy D Staples 69? Uh, Gretzmas. Take that back. Gretzmas? Those are my boys that have... <gasps> Poor Gretzmas spirit. Do you know what that, that is? No. They get together once a year and do an outdoor hockey tournament where everybody wears Gretzky jerseys. <laughs> and this guy, it'll happen right away. He'll send it to us right away. He does it every year. <gasps> well, he got a, five, a one-star review with a meh. Well, you know what? Got to get better. Yeah, There's always room to improve. Hit us with some one-stars if you're listening. Should yeah. we, should one we guy play? got free oodle noodle today because he gave us a five star. Imagine what we do for a one star to kiss your ass. Oh, absolutely. I play the air horn for a five star and then we do this for one star. Yeah. Gucci that's Mane. Is that Gucci Mane Burr? Burr. Burr. Yeah. We play it on Northern Nation Radio all the time. <gasps> yeah. Hot and cold. Hot and cold performers of the week. Cold takes never die. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm. Is that it for the reviews? Tend off and one positive. Yeah. Yep. One more positive. This is a five star review from Cody. 
Definitely my favorite ever podcast. Can't wait for it every single week. Every single Tuesday now. So, oh, should we let the listeners know what we're going to do next week since it's Christmas Eve? Go for it. Oh my God. We don't have to do this on Christmas Eve, do we? No. Deece. I was thinking in in one of the next two weeks, we'll either, like, I don't, are people going to want to listen to real life on Christmas Eve? Probably not. Oh. Um, maybe a best, <laughs> maybe a best of, maybe a best of or something no, like that. Oh, that's lazy. Let's do a Christmas one. You want to come in here on Christmas? Bang. No, 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 no. Okay. Let's just do it on a different day and release it on Christmas. Yeah, we can do that. Okay. Unless you don't want to. No, yeah, we can we can do whatever. Or you can just play the episode where I talk to Everly. <laughs> Me? Let's uh, let the listeners that know what we're gonna do. And then never we, gets old. And then we don't decide what we're gonna do. All right. Episode one fifty five, this was? One fifty two? One fifty two. Well, episode one fifty two <laughs> of Nation Real Life. Chalmers was gone. Jay's and Jasper. We did a great job. We did yeah, job. I thought this was good. We hit a lot of big topics and I got to brag about my sweet trip. So yeah. that was a lot of fun. And you got TikTok. And I downloaded TikTok. Next week, we'll do the one week of your Umchuck being on TikTok update. There you go. Shout out Little Mayo. Yeah, shout out Little Mayo. Episode 152 of Nation Real Life is... It, it's over. Be gone, thoughts. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.